0: Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports exclusively on Radio Naira, 99.9 FM, HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. It's Arav, your co-host, and this is our. So we're going to give you our predictions in this early episode before the games start for the round of 64. All right, so let's start with March Madness. We'll start with the South Division because there's four divisions in March Madness playing all the way into the finals. So the south division it's the first game is Alabama versus the 16 seed either AMCC or SMO. Personally in this game I have Alabama. I think they're they're RFC March Madness is a is a tournament of upsets. We know it's a month of upsets and it's I think it's the most entertaining sports sporting event to watch of the whole year. Besides those those uh, four year World Cups and Olympics and stuff like that, but all all of that aside, no, I think it's more more exciting to watch than the Super Bowl because there's so much unpredictability in March Madness. But with that said, I think Alabama's going to come out victorious in this game.
1: Yeah, I gotta agree with you here. Alabama is one of the strongest teams in the basketball tournament this year, and yeah. usually think of them as a football school, but they've been really powerful this year, and I don't see that changing. few years, them becoming the UVA of the NCAA tournament where UVA lost a 16th seed. I believe is UMBC. So, yeah, I agree with you. I've got Alabama yeah. winning this. All
0: right, next up, Maryland, West Virginia. This is the meeting of the two middle seats, 8 and 9. I have Maryland here. They've been high-powered the whole year. They've been such an amazing team, and I think that, they, that they're going to be able to beat West Virginia.
1: Yeah, I got to agree with you here, too. I got Maryland over West Virginia. They've just had a way better defensive game with their five starters on the floor. They don't score as much as West Virginia, but they have a better point differential. And in this, that's what's really going to matter. In a class where it's almost 50-50 in eight versus nine seed.
0: Yep. And then next is San Diego State University versus Charleston. Okay, so historically, in all of March Madness, I think it's 32 out of 37 turn in the past, 37 tournaments a 12 seed has beat the 5 seed and i've looked at all already looked at the 12 and 5 seeds and and the games that are playing that are being played and this is the most likely to be an upset i have charleston beating san diego state i know san diego state is very it's super strong and they've been great again the whole year but charleston has been charleston is really embracing the underdog mentality here and they have they there's a they have five players on their starter that constantly score above double double digit points and I think that will be a big factor here the depth that they bring into this game.
1: Yeah, I disagree. I think San Diego State has more depth and as a team they're built better. They've got better coaching and overall the better team. So I don't have my upset coming here. Uh, but I th- I do believe this will be a fairly close game, closer than a lot of people would think. And I was trying to decide which one I choose. But in the end, I just think San Diego State, I have not picked an upset just yet. I think San Diego State can come out on top.
0: Yep. And then next up is Virginia Furman. I have Virginia in this game. They made it all the way to the ACC championship. And I think that they're going to keep going strong, even though they lost that game.
1: Yeah, I actually think that Furman, this is my upset. I've got Furman winning over UVA. Furman's is not a very well known team but they've played all right this season. I think they they've got a great underdog a, a great underdog team. When you look at their team, they have one of the highest point differentials in college basketball between the amount that they allow and the amount they score, and the amount they score is one of the highest in college basketball, especially in this tournament, while well, UVA only has a point differential of seven, they aren't a great scoring team, and we saw they aren't coming out up on any momentum. I think Furman's coming up on a lot of momentum, trying to show people that they're not just a one-and-done team, that they're back here because they can make something happen and actually end up winning a game or a couple games, so I've got Furman winning against UVA, that's my upside.
0: Next up is NC State versus Creighton. I have NC State winning this game. It's a, it's another upset here, but we've watched, personally from North Carolina, we've watched a lot of NC State and they played Duke a lot. They beat Duke and Miami in one week. And they they have a good tempo. They have a good feel for the game. And their defense is great. They're able to lock down teams that are a lot better scoring, such as Duke. Miami was nationally ranked this year. And I think NC State is going to be able to upset Creighton. Creighton, we can never count them out. But still, NC State is just, I think, uh, they have that drive. And they have that wolf, not that dog in them. They have that wolf in them. And I think they're going to be able to win.
1: Yeah, i got to disagree here. I've got Creighton winning this all the way. NC State is a great team, but they're—I don't think that they're going—they're going to pull off the upset against Creighton. I mean, again, I keep referencing a lot about stats, but the fact is, Creighton got ranked the sixth seed, which I believe is way, way too high. They've got to be at least a third seed for me in their in the BPI rank. They're eleventh in the entire country. They're one of the better teams in college basketball, and I don't expect them to get a one and done done on them. And especially as a sixth seed, they've got that chip on their shoulder. They've got a little bit of momentum, and I think that they can beat the NC State men's team. Now, if we're talking about the women's bracket, the women's team, that's a whole different story. But for the men's team, NC State is, I think, going out in the first round.
0: Yep. And then Baylor, Baylor, UCSB is the next game. I am Baylor. I think is pretty straightforward here.
1: Yeah, I got to agree with you here. Baylor is a force to be reckoned with. Still great remaining pieces from last year. Uh, where they made it to the Final Four. And even this year, I think they've got a really good chance to make a deep run. So I've got Baylor as well winning over UCSB. All
0: right, next game, the last two games in the bracket, Missouri, Utah State, and Arizona, Princeton. Missouri, Utah State, I have Missouri. Missouri has been a great team this year. And Arizona last year was a contender. They brought back a lot of their same players, besides the people that got drafted in the draft. And Arizona, I think, is a force to be reckoned with. I think they could really make it to the final four. So I have Missouri and Arizona in the last two games.
1: Yeah, in the same last game, I've actually got Utah State winning over really? wow. with the upset, the 10 seats upset. They've just been a great team. Once again, point differential over 10 points more than their defense. I've got them pulling this off with Missouri not getting a very good de- – they don't have a very good defensive game, give up a lot of points per game. And then the last game, I've got to agree with you here. I think it's a pretty easy choice here. I don't think there's going to be a 15-2 upset here. Love Princeton, but I've got to go with Arizona here.
0: All right, let's move on to the East Division, and the first game is Purdue, and then against TXSO or FDU, whoever wins that game. Right now I have Purdue. Look, Zach Eddy's been a, been crazy all year. He's a Wooden Award finalist, National Player of the Year finalist. He's been a real, he's literally, if you watch a game, he's the only guy you can see, not only because he's tall, but also because of his of his skills on the court. So I have Purdue winning.
1: Yeah, Purdue's winning this, and they're going to make a pretty deep run. So I've got Purdue as well.
0: I agree. And the next, Memphis-FAU. I think this is going to be a really close game. FAU's been great all year. I believe they were nationally ranked, Um, and Memphis, same with them. They've been good all year, but I have Memphis winning this game, not only because they're the higher seed, just because they've played a lot better, too.
1: Yeah, I've got FAU out here. I think that wow. they're underrated. They're 18-2 and two in their conference and one of the best point differentials, again, in basketball. And I know that might you might think that they're not playing any good teams, but like you said... They were once nationally ranked, and they were a really good team with a bunch of really good quality players. While well, Memphis has some really good top players, but not a great bench, not a great quality team with all the players. But I I do love myself some Penny Hardaway.
0: Yep, and then Duke Oral Roberts. Look, Duke, I, as Duke fans, we've watched a lot of Duke, and they can be on and they can be off. They've been on the past few games, and they want, just won the ACC championship, secured themselves a spot in the East. But then you have Oral Roberts with Max Amos, and then they also are on a 17-game win streak. So they've been hot. Two years ago, they made the Sweet 16, but I think Duke is going to be on for this game, and I think they're going to be able to beat Oral Roberts.
1: Yeah, I agree with you here that Oral Roberts looks like a really good team, but to me, that's only on paper. You go into this game, it's going to be a pretty big blowout, kind of like the ACC championship game, or the game before that, actually, the ACC semifinals, because... You look at it and Oral Roberts has one of the one of the best scoring offenses in the in all of the country with eighty five almost eighty-five points per game. However, they're they have not they're 0-1 against uh top twenty-five teams while well, Duke is a good four and four, and Duke is going on a huge hot streak. You watch that ACC tournament, there's not a big gap. Everyone has found their role. We Derek Washington, Derek Whitehead has found his role as a really good three-point shooter and just a good guy to distract the defense, but he also can be a playmaker. You look at um, Derek Lively, he's a great guy for Tippins. He's a great guy to get on those boards, and he's not going to be the number one high-score recruit. He's not going to be the number one guy in college, but he, he's found his role, and you look at Kowski, yeah. who's one of the biggest surprises and happiest surprises for me. He's been amazing. He will continue to be. He just had almost a perfect game two games ago and he's going on a huge hot streak. Combine these guys are going to be pl- play really great for Duke and I think this is going to be a blowout.
0: Yep. And then next for whoever will face Duke, Tennessee or Louisiana. I have Tennessee here. Tennessee's been great all year. They've been they were in the top 10 and I think that the, the, look they've just been a far better team. They're 5 and 3 versus top 25 top 25 play and um while while Louisiana is 0 and one. So I think Tennessee is just better more prepared to face better competition and they've been better all year. So I have Tennessee.
1: I've got Tennessee here too. I don't know how they got a fourth seed. I understand that this is a really stacked conference, but it doesn't make sense to me. My BPI's rank they're the second best team in college basketball. And it's not without it's it's not because they are just overhyped. They're a really good team. Like you said, good against top twenty five people. While you look at the UL, they have not played great against top 25 they haven't played a lot of quality opponents while tennessee has one of the best lockdown defenses in all of college basketball i've got tennessee here as well
0: and then next is providence kentucky i think this is going to be a very close game i actually have providence winning this kentucky got upset last year and this year i think they're going to be upset again by providence and look ed cooley in his 12 years as coaching they have they providence have the most efficient offense in in his 12 years. Bryce Hopkins has been great for their team and they're 1 in 5, but they're 1 in 5 when they don't win the rebounding battle. So if they if they're 1 in 5 and they're playing Oscar Shiboy, who we know is a weak I mean nightly double double easily the the is going to going to be the guy that gets the most boards every night. I think this going to be a a hard game for Providence to win, but if they're able to get somehow match the rebounds that Kentucky gets, I think they have a really good shot, so I have Providence
1: Yeah, I'm taking the University of Kentucky here. They're a great team, have been for years upon years. We're just a national powerhouse, and I've got them over Providence. Providence has been good this year, but they are a team that slipped into the NCAA tournament, a team that's good, but they're not great. And Kentucky will rebound from last year from getting knocked out so early, which we didn't think would happen. So I've got Kentucky winning this.
0: All right, and then the last three games are Kansas State versus Montana State, Michigan State, USC, Marquette, Vermont. I have Kansas State, Michigan State, and Marquette in those three games.
1: Yeah, I've got to go Kansas State in the first game. In the second game, I'm actually going to go USC here. I think they'll be able to outlast and outbeat the Michigan State Spartans. And then the last game is Marquette versus UVM. I actually think that this is going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. This is going to be a really tough game, and... In this case, I think Marquette was a little overrated. I do think that overrated,
0: they just won their conference championship.
1: I know, but that isn't too hard for to be ranked number two in all the East. While you look at Duke ranked number five, you look at UVA ranked number four, you look at UVM ranked 15th, where they are one of the best defenses as well in all of college basketball. So I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think Marquette is going to be overvalued because of their seeding. So see, you'll be able to see a lot of upsets when people pick Marquette to go far based on the seeding. But I do think that they can get past this round. Marquette will be able to win this game.
0: All right, now let's move to the Midwest. And I think we should just give our quick opinions unless we have a dispute and then we can further go, go further from there. So I'm going to start with Houston. I have Houston, Iowa, and then Miami winning those three games. Miami, we know has been a great team, and Duke upset them in the ACC Championship Tournament.
1: Yeah, I got to disagree here. I've got Houston, Auburn, and Drake, actually, winning. Drake
0: beating Miami, wow. Yeah, I've got Drake beating Miami. Okay, next up, Indiana, Kent State, Indiana, in my opinion. Iowa State, MSST slash Pitt. Iowa State's been great the past few years, and they've been an underdog, but I think that, finally, they are getting the recognition they deserve. I have Iowa State, and then Xavier winning the next game.
1: Yeah, I got to agree with you here. I've got those same three.
0: All right. And then finally, Texas A&M, Penn State. I have Texas A&M and Texas Colgate. Texas was the consensus number one for a few weeks, and then they got unseated by Houston and went back and forth. But And then Houston ended up keeping it. But I have Texas winning. I don't think they're going to lose to Colgate.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you here for the, both of those two as well.
0: All right. Finally, moving to the West. Let's start with Kansas Howard. I have Kansas here. Yeah, agreed. All right. Next up, Arkansas Illinois. I think this would be a really close game, but I actually am gonna still go with Arkansas. Arkansas has been great the whole year, and I know I see by your reaction I know that may be controversial. Do you have Illinois winning? Yeah,
1: I've got a little Illinois. Illinois is five and four against top twenty-five, while Arkansas is two and eight.
0: That's true, but I think I think that more competition will help them. Plus, they although they let up more points per game, they and they were worse in their conference. They put up about the same amount of points Illinois and Arkansas do. And I think that Arkansas playing better opponents, I not not consistently, but they played better opponents throughout the year. I think that'll better prepare them to be able to beat Illinois.
1: I disagree. I mean, they've got they give up more points and they score less points than Illinois as well as slightly.
0: Getting- they're they're pretty much the play, same.
1: Play, well yeah, but if you were gonna bring those up, I was gonna say playing worse against better ranked, but for BPI, you've got something on your side there. ESPN's BPI ranks them 14th versus Illinois' 30th, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, especially when you look at the conference. Illinois had a winning record at 11 and 9, while Arkansas was 8 a pretty bad 8 and 10.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on here. I have St. Mary's beating VCU, UConn beating Iona, and then those two facing off after that.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I got to agree with you here with uh St. Mary's. And then also, I've actually got Iona. You know
0: no way you have Iona beating UConn.
1: I do. I think that That's they can crazy. Beat, I think that they can beat UConn. They have not played a top 25 team. UConn is sixth in the entire country in BPI. And, I mean, you look at the points per game that they've both given up. It's the same amount. But UConn has scored two more. Now, what I'm on is Iona's 17-3 in their conference. They have not played a ton of great schools. But I think that they can prove in this game that they are more than just a first-round stomp curb stomp for UConn, that they can actually be able to beat them and give a good fight. I do think it'll be a close game. I don't think any of these upsets are going to be huge blowouts. But in this case, I think it'll be a close game. But Iona will be able to win it, and it's going to be a really, really good
0: game. All right, next up, TCU, ACU, or Nevada. I think TCU is going to win that. And then Zaga, Green Canyon, I've even though they've not performed As great as they would like to, and from the start of the year till now.
1: Yeah, I've got the same as you there. All right.
0: And then finally, Northwestern Boise State and UCLA, UNC Asheville. I have UCLA in the final game. I think that's pretty, that's going to be a pretty good game for UCLA. I think UNC is going to be behind a lot of the game. Northwestern Boise State, I think that's a lot closer game. I'm going to have to go Boise State here. And they've been in, they've consistently been in the tournament. They have a lot of experience. Northwestern, same. But I think Boise State is just embracing the underdog mentality, and I think they're going to come out stronger with a lot more effort. And I think they're just going to be able to just upset Northwestern here.
1: Yeah, uh, I got to go with Northwestern as the second last game, and then in the last game, I've got UCLA as well.
0: Thanks for listening to Two Brothers in Their Sports. You can also listen on Amazon Echo. Just say Alexa, play Radio Naira. <laughs>